everyone. Welcome to the Swap Moto Podcast. Today, uh, I've got Aaron Cook, the CMX RS race director, uh, with us in-house to talk about the upcoming Mini Major, which is April 28th, 29th, 30th, and May 1st, with the uh, track pulling day being the 27th, which is Wednesday. And uh, this is, what is this, the fifth? Seventh, the seventh, seventh year, yeah. Seventh year of the Mini Major. It's funny because I can remember... Being at Kuya on the hillside, and Craig Davis is all, hey, come look at this. <laughs> you know, we're looking at the 50 class, just jam-packed on the vet track. And uh, he's all, what do you think of a race just for kids? And, you know, obviously, we uh, we gave it the go switch, and it's been a resounding uh, success and a very popular race with uh, the future of our sport. So. Yeah, I mean, that first year was at Milestone. I wasn't working with Transworld yet, but yeah. it was, like, interesting to see. They just want to do a kid's race. We jumped all over it. We said, let's do it, you know. And uh, it, it started out at a really good following. At the time, it was, like, over 400 signups, which was pretty mm -hmm. average for a Transworld series. But it was all kids. But just yeah. kids. So we were pretty surprised from the bat. And a uh, company like 7MX came on board right from the beginning and – They've really embraced this as kind of the only event they support in motocross and, mm -hmm. and Dennis and Roger. And they've been instrumental in just working out details and creating great activations and offering rider support while they're there at the races. And it's uh, it's grown. And we're now we're talking about three events this year. Yeah. So two years ago. See, that was in 2019. Mm -hmm. That was the first East Coast mini major. Yep. And uh yeah, that was cool. That was a learning experience going to the uh, East Coast with our race team. I get these guys that come in the parking lot and they're like, oh, SoCal Dirt sucks. This sucks. This sucks. You know, it's like one of our best days. Yeah. And and I get a little a little bent on it, a little hurt. But then I've seen the East Coast Dirt and I've seen what they're talking about now and I totally get it. So it's a, it's a really great experience for us to get out there. And we've seen a lot of California guys go out to Alabama last year mm -hmm. and um, – that Monster Mountain, that second event, which happens on August 19th through the 21st at Monster Mountain again this year, mm -hmm. they sold out their camping in two hours. Really? All their camping blown out. Sold for last year or for this year? For this year. So oh, wow. So the hype on coming back is huge right now. And uh, the guys over there at Monster Mountain provided us with an amazing track. They watered once all day. Yeah. I just couldn't believe it. But. So the East Coast race, camping sold out that quickly. Do you think Chad Reed was in there signing up, like with the with the alarm on his iPhone set, or does he just get some VIP treatment? I might have saved him a spot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's on the he's on the save spot list. I'd love to see him back. It's been really cool watching their YouTube channel this year and seeing how their kids are growing into the sport. And Mini Major was kind of like their first big race last year. Yeah. It was the perfect pace for them to get involved with racing, and mm -hmm. I think they had a great experience. And it's been cool to see him hit some bigger nationals this year. And Really uh, love to see those guys come back and see how much they've improved. Yeah. Isn't it kind of funny to see the retired racers who initially said, no way, no how, no chance, my kids are going to be dirt bike racers, and then they're all in their full full tilt. Josh Grant, yep. Nick Way, Chad Reed. Yeah, it's it's wild. I mean, it's either all in or nothing, right? Because it yeah. seems like there's no middle ground when you get a former pro racer in his family. But I think it's really driven from the kids. You know, if they have the drive to get out there and do it. Um, I mean, I was far from a pro racer, but I was the same way with my kids. I was like, man, I don't want to go back to work on the weekends I have mm -hmm. off. I want to 
hang out and do something else. And my kids played soccer. They were gymnastics and dance. And now they're just like, when's the next race, Dad? Where are we going? Where are we going? Yeah. Um, so this year they're trying to qualify for Mammoth. They're doing all kinds of extra stuff that uh, they had never done before. And they got the bug. Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, you have a daughter. Yeah, she's she's the most into it i mean she is the most like she, i'm not missing a race i'm not i'm not gonna miss it <laughs> yeah and that really surprised me because uh she, she was doing dance and gymnastics and then when covid kind of stalled all that stuff out she started coming to work with dad and now there's like every girl's race at a swap motor race series there's nine ten girls on the line mm-hmm. and they've got this little camaraderie and it's so different to see the girls on the gate versus the guys like the the boys, they don't talk to each other on the starting <laughs> gate. You know, they just like kind of mad dog. If anything, all the girls are sitting there on the gate high fiving and yeah, let's do this, let's do that, and uh, it, it's cool to see that vibe. And we're just trying to keep it fun. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this upcoming mini major at uh, at State Fair, um, what do we have to look forward to? Is the track going to be revamped for the race? Definitely. Yeah, we started making a couple little changes this week, just fine tuning some stuff that had uh, kind of slipped away. But uh, we're going to add in a couple straightaways from the vet track to include a longer lap time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Seven's going to be out there with their giant container and all their rider support stuff. We've got BTO Sports coming out. Redline Oils is going to be out there putting a quart of two-cycle mix into every rider's hand. Um, oh, nice. You know, we've got uh, OGO is going to be doing some awesome whole shot awards. And uh, it's just going to be a party like it always is. You know, Saturday night, we're going to do a replay of the Supercross since it's a day race. Mm-hmm. We're going to play back Denver at the Derby Room next door, have everybody come over, have dinner, play back the race. Um, Friday night's going to be the Stace at Grom Cross on the old Supercross track. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's action-packed. It's just going to be just going to be a good time again and um, looking forward to everybody coming out and seeing what uh, this year's about. We've got a lot of new racers this year, which is encouraging. And uh, they want to try their hand at the mini major. Hey, are we seeing the uh, effect on uh, motocross racing yet that the Stasic has had? Like, I, I keep seeing, you know, we have the Stasic Grom Cross events, right? And I watch these little kids ripping around and things. And not only is it getting kids on two wheels faster, you know, because they're not having to pedal, but really skilled little kids on throttled two-wheel things, right? So I figured that eventually the kids in the 50 classes are going to be progressing further along than, uh, say, 10 years ago. Well, once again, this year we're working with KTM and Husqvarna and Gas Gas, and they're doing the electric challenge class. Mm -hmm. And the registration for those classes is, I think, where we see it the most because they're used to that electric power. They're used to that throttle response, and they're coming straight off of the Stasic and getting a KTM E50. And uh, we've seen more and more of those riders show up at just a regular Swap Moto Series weekend. And at this mini major and all the mini majors, because of our partnership with KTM and Husqvarna and Gas Gas, we have a special class that's just for the electric bikes. Mm-hmm. And those are some of the most full classes that we have in the 50s. So yeah. it's it's really cool to see. I imagine they're, they're killing it with their numbers and they're selling a bunch of these things. But what's so interesting to me is it makes it so you get these families that have never been in motocross. I mean, for me, it was generational. My dad used to work for Kawasaki. That's how I got introduced to motocross. Mm-hmm. Your brother, you know, you guys, you were introduced oh, yeah. in motocross r- real early on. But you've got these parents that are coming out that have never been to a motocross track. But their kid's been riding a Stasic around the, the cul-de-sac, and this is the next step. So they want to try it out. So mm-hmm. it's been really, really cool to see. And with those new 18-inch and 20-inch Stasics coming out, uh, I think that's going to give all the kids that kind of missed the boat with the eight, the little 16 inch yeah. wheels. My kids just 
he just can't wait to get his hands on a 20 inch. I, you know, I think that's probably going to be powerful enough for an adult. I rode one. <laughs> I, I got to ride one on my trip to Texas. Yeah. And the hardest thing is keeping the front end down because it's got such a short wheelbase. Yeah. But it is crazy powerful. Yeah. It is. It is good fun for sure. These kids are going to be stoked. Yeah. The newest uh, Stasic commercial that they're playing during Supercross. It, it, I think it's showcasing the 20. Mm-hmm. I remember like watching it. You know, the, the commercials have typically been submitted or, or highlighted little kids at Ride Stasics. And mm-hmm. I'm watching that. And it was such high production value with like gnarly stuff jumping out of skate bowls and stuff i was like Rags. wow somebody's <laughs> kid is really good this week <laughs> but then i was like oh that's the new 20 inch yeah yeah he's been right in the backyard for quite a while he is super dialed on that bike i mean if there was a 20 inch stasic x games i think rag's little dude would take the <laughs> take the gold on that one yeah. he's he's throwing whips i mean just crazy bike control and uh it's amazing how many laps he's probably done in the backyard is yeah. by millions by now so uh okay so the State Fair race coming up. Uh, pre-entries are open right now at saltmotoraceseries.com. Yep. And uh, is there any advantage to signing up early other than avoiding the giant line? You definitely get to skip the line if you own your own transponder. You don't even have to come by the registration booth, so you never see the line. Uh, but big advantage, BTO is working on a promo with us right now. We're going to have a, an opportunity when you buy seven products, you're going to get a name and number jerseyed. Um, that's probably going to come out for people after this race just because we're rushing to get into this event. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, other than that, it's just really gate pick. You know, yeah, gate, gate pick, pick is important. important on that first race. If we've got 40 riders, uh, 40 especially at State Fair, <laughs> yeah. you don't want that last pick because it's going to narrow down quickly in that first turn. Mm-hmm. Man, you know what? Uh, speaking of the State Fair facility, it's it's such a great thing to be there. It's like it's so close it trips me out how it's in the neighborhood right yeah because i remember when it was star west years and years ago uh before i moved to my home in corona like 22 years ago i had ridden at star west and they were building those houses across the street and i went over Uh there just to look right because i was in the in the market to move and i remember the salesperson was like oh that track over there it's going away next month you don't have to worry (laughs) about that noise or anything at all and here we are still there two years later and it's running strong yeah, you know, the trees have definitely grown up along the road, and the road's gotten bigger, and the road noise definitely keeps the motorcycle noise kind of on our side of the road. Mm-hmm. But as far as the fairgrounds, I mean, they are so happy that we're there. They're happy we're using it. They We're like the only daily use at the fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. So our riders that come in every day, they see the little kids riding every day. They, they're stoked to see it. They support it, and they say they get no complaints, no calls. I think it's a similar situation to Elsinore where everybody that bought that house signed a waiver that they knew a motocross track was next door. Mm-hmm. So uh, we try to do our best to be a good neighbor and, uh, you know, keep the dust down. And it's it's been working out good. Yeah. Okay, so the changes that you're making to the track, what is your target lap time for, for the mini major? Two minutes for, like, say – medium 85 rider like not the fastest okay. guys will be a little below two minutes the uh 85 let's say novice class will be about a two minute lap time mm-hmm. and then the 50s you know maybe 215 220 yeah um but we look to give long motos and you know we'll see how the schedule comes together it's always such a crazy thing trying to build that schedule with so many classes that we offer yeah but um you know we'll we'll see how the schedule builds whether we do just one moto per day or we try to get as far through the schedule as we can and try to make sunday a short day mm-hmm. um you know everybody's kind of in a weird time of year and this this year for me we're trying a lot of different things with the racing uh we're trying different tracks like we're going to kcrp next month mm-hmm. uh or in june 
Um, you know, we tried this mini major a little bit earlier in the year because we tried to make more room for the Texas round, which is going to be the championship round at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's tricky figuring out where the sweet spot is, but this year has just kind of been like a bunch of experiments, and some of them worked out great. Some of them I won't go back to, <laughs> but yeah. but uh, you know, it's it's cool adding tracks like Elsinore. We're going to check out KCRP and uh, see where we grow up from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's. In reference to KCRP and Elsinore, that's for the regular Amsoil Dirt Bike Kids Swap Motor Race Series. Right. But, uh, okay, so getting back to the Mini Major at State Fair, that's coming up in two short weeks from now. Um, move in Wednesday, practice Thursday, racing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Is it a three-moto format or yep. two-moto? Three-moto three format. Three-moto format. Mm-hmm. And championships awarded Sunday right after the... Right after your final moto, yes? Yeah, we do it right there. You know, you don't have to come back to a award ceremony later or anything like that. But our staff, our girls that are doing the scoring are real on top of it. And usually by 30 minutes after your final race, they've got your awards and trophies. And we're going to do the uh, San Pellegrino at the podium again, get yeah. the kids spraying some some bubbly and uh, and having a good time. And, um, you know, some other guys that are going to be there in the parking lot doing rider support, of course, is Pro Taper. Uh, the guys at Walters Mercedes-Benz are going to be back. Mm-hmm. They are like the official sprinter supplier of, <laughs> of motocross. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas contingencies for this race as well. So make sure all you guys are signed up for your contingencies. Uh, if you don't know how to do it, just go to your manufacturer website, get registered, and we submit the results. You get the money to spend at your local dealer. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're psyched. We're getting into it, and it's it snuck up on us a little bit. It's, it's right around mm. the corner. I got my T-shirts in this week, so uh, we're, we're dialed. We're ready to go. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't been to a mini-major, but you're a regular at State Fair, even as a spectator, you got to come check it out because the place, the entire place is teal. <laughs> right yeah. with all the seven branding and the oh the behind the starting line is a 135 foot wall that goes up and a banner that we attach to it that we do trust sections for the finish line like you see at supercross we do a big podium banner and yeah everything turns seven teal yeah <laughs> absolutely okay uh so for parents you know i mean obviously the mini major is a big race but the the theme of it is a friendly race without the pressure High pressure of uh, amateur national, correct? Or the price. Yeah, or the <laughs> we, price. We yeah. let them in pretty di- pretty cheap. We give discounts for second class and even further discount for third class. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every rider, the way we've structured it, has three classes they can race per per day. Mm-hmm. Um, some guys that have two different bikes or bike sizes different, they can run more than that. But, uh, yeah, it's really just to try to give them a chance to get that next level of speed and that feeling before they have to commit to like an age group mini class because mm-hmm. at the swap moto race series we have starter beginner novice and then age group at this round the starters go away but we have beginner novice and then age group mm-hmm. and really it just gives them a chance to do something before you get to that national level which is only the age group classes you know maybe you got one or two classes at most that you can sign up for and uh, just trying to keep these guys stoked on the sport you know there's so many people that have come in over the last couple of years that uh, are learning and, and figuring out the sport. Now we want to figure out how to keep them here. And this helps bridge the gap. It's not quite as big of an investment. You got more race time, more classes to choose from. And um, I mean, there's, there's riders that have 
come through many majors to become top pro riders. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, not that they needed us by any means, but it was just cool to see the, the transformation and see him come through. Yeah, totally. It's, it's funny. You think about in the early days of mini major, I mean, we had Carson Mumford, uh, Styles Robertson, even, uh, you know, up and coming right now, Ryder DeFrancesco. Yeah, yeah. And I know Viney's kind of making his play. He looks like he's going to be moving mm-hmm. up next. And Viney was a, a – he came all the way out to the East Coast with us last year. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, some top riders like Aiden Zing on the, the seven. Kitted bike. He's uh, he's going to be out here looking for a big win. Mm-hmm. And uh, that super mini class is, is the big, big competitive class that we have out there. And uh, while we don't focus on – just national level riders that's that's always a fun one to watch it's like sitting back and watching the pro class when those guys hit it yeah okay so uh let's touch a little bit on the uh mini major east at monster mountain what's the dates for that so that will be august 19th through the 21st and uh again just amazing dirt amazing facility the uh the guys over there keith and his crew have been super helpful and just they embrace the sport they love the vibe of mini major the fact that we're getting kids that aren't quite national level a chance to race a big race and they put everything they can into it and it's just been an awesome experience working with those guys um you know he was just always sending me messages what's the date what's the date what's the date let's do this you know he's, he's been so excited about us coming back that uh you know a lot of the kids from california that went last year just were blown away with the mm-hmm. dirt and you know the coolest thing about that race for chase and i as you know journalists it's how cool all the parents were. It's a different, different it's deal. It's a different vibe out there. Yeah, I think people are a little less stressed out. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, they don't got to worry about six dollar a gallon gas to get there. You know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, the parents, the kids, even you know, if if a kid does something wrong and you know he's oh, yes sir, no sir, sorry sir. Yeah. And it's just like oh you're you're good, you're good, don't panic. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's not always that way out here. But uh, like to see more of that. How about the uh, the parents participating in the start of the 50 classes <laughs> back east? <laughs> the push and shove? Yeah. That wasn't such a big thing at Monster Mountain, but definitely was a thing the first year. Yeah. I think your, your video kind of put a spotlight on them. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wanted to be caught on the video again. <laughs> but uh, the, the coolest thing about the east last year was the introduction of that father-son race. Yeah. And having Chad there to race that <laughs> father-son yes. race. And then, uh, you know, we carried it over to the West. And last year we had a mom and son win oh, yeah. that, that race. Was awesome. That was insane. So, yeah, that's that's definitely staying. We're doing that Thursday after practice, the father-son race. And uh, looking forward to bringing that one back out to Monster Mountain. Hopefully Chad will be back out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas. Texas. Tell me about that. <laughs> what, what What brought on the idea of a third mini-major? It's been in the back of my mind for many, many years. I mean, before I wanted to go east, I was trying to think, okay, what's the next progression? What's the next step? And it's really a championship where the east and west can meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, not a couple months ago, I went out to Texas and looked at a few different tracks and saw some amazing facilities at the Master Pools place. Saw an awesome facility uh, at Oak Hill. And uh, working with Clayton and talking with Clayton, just the, the decision came down to us going there. And, you know, I was surprised that Freestone doesn't race that big track very often. They mm-hmm. usually race on their night track mostly. So it had a lot of prestige that we could take it to the national track. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Clayton and his mom and his wife and the whole crew there, they were super welcoming. They created an opportunity for us to have this championship race where, 
kids from the east can meet the west and you know we're going to do an identifier where if you're on the gate you're going to know that riders from the east you're going to know that riders from the west and we're going to see you know who's got the fastest group of riders at this level of racing mm -hmm. so it'll be a cool showdown uh i know it's it carries the term championship is there any like invites for top finishers from each coast or anything or is it just kind of an open We'd love to see them run a, a 1W or 1E, you know, get a number on the plate from our championship from either coast. Um, you know, the, the riders who do east or west are going to get first option on gate picks. And we're going to see where this thing grows. This is year one. Um, interestingly enough, we've got people that are asking us to do this in the UK, to do this in Mexico, to do it in Europe. And uh, it's just been an awesome way to, to think about the next step if, if that can be done. And uh, we, we've been talking with a couple different people in different countries and ideally it becomes a world championship, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, getting riders to fly over from the UK or come up from Mexico or whatever that might be to represent their country and, uh, and just keep pushing this thing to a more prestigious and, you know, cool level, but still keep it focused on the, the kids getting that experience. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, is there anything else we should touch on? Just that the, the mini major West is usually at the end of the year. Now yeah, we're here in up. April, May. It's, it's it caught up to us really quick. You know, spring break happened. A bunch of big amateur races just happened. So, uh, get online, get registered, secure your gate spot. And, uh, we'll get through this mini major West and then we'll start really ramping up for the East and then the championship round. And when it comes to the East and the championship round, our SRD racing team is going to help us transport bikes again. Mm -hmm. That was a really cool thing. They loaded up their hauler and took a bunch of bikes out there. So the kids just got to fly in all VIP. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this weekend, this next weekend. And we'll, uh, we'll get through the West and, and look on to the next couple of rounds. And this is just a really fun way to, to add value for these younger kids. I mean, the number of 50 classes we have shows how many new riders we have it's just uh mm -hmm. there's something for everybody yeah it's uh you know i know your your crew is doing all the work uh but it's awesome to be associated with uh events that are truly growing the sport yeah as a media partner you know you've helped us capture tons of great content and give these kids a chance to go download photos after the event or see the interviews the rider profiles and all of those things that they look for on monday morning when they get home from the race mm -hmm. so so it's, it's a great to work with Swap Moto Live, and you guys just had an anniversary, right? How many years now? Uh, we're starting year four. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So congrats. So, all righty. Well, uh, guys, if you have a mini racer and you're on the West Coast, you don't want to miss out on this mini major West here in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. So thanks for listening, and hope to see you guys out a lot there.